0: Book Seven, Chapter Thirteen of the Boys and Girls Pliny by Pliny the Elder. This is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Birds which take their departure from us in winter. In a similar manner, also the blackbird, the thrush, and the starling take their departure to neighboring countries, but they do not lose their feathers nor conceal themselves, as they are often to be seen in places where they seek their food during the winter. Hence it is that in winter, more especially, the thrush is so often to be seen in Germany. It is, however, a well-ascertained fact, that the turtle-dove conceals itself and loses its feathers. The ring-dove also takes its departure, yet it is a matter of doubt whither they go. A peculiarity of the starling is to fly in troops, as it were, and then to wheel round in a globular mass like a ball, the central troop acting as a pivot for the rest. Swallows are the only birds that have a sinuous flight of remarkable velocity, so that they are not exposed to the attacks of other birds of prey. These are the only birds that take their food solely on the wing the time during which birds show themselves differs very considerably some like the pigeon remain with us all the year round some for six months such as the swallow and some again for three months only as the thrush the turtle-dove and those which take their departure the moment they have reared their young like the whitwall and the hoopoe there are some authors who say that every year certain birds fly from Ethiopia to Ilium, and have a combat at the tomb of Memnon there, from which circumstance they have received from them the name of Memnonites, or birds of Memnon. cremutius states it also as a fact, ascertained by himself, that they do the same every fifth year in Ethiopia, around the palace of Memnon in a similar manner the birds called meleagrides fight in boeotia they are a species of african poultry having a hump on the back covered with a mottled plumage these are the latest among the foreign birds that have been received at our tables on account of their disagreeable smell the tomb however of meleager has rendered them famous those birds are called salucides which are sent by jupiter at the prayers offered up to him by the inhabitants of mount Cassius, when the locusts are ravaging their crops of corn whence they come or whither they go has never yet been ascertained as in fact they are never to be seen but when the people stand in need of their aid the egyptians also invoke their ibis against the incursion of serpents and the people of Elis, their god Myagoros, the hunter of flies, when the vast multitudes of flies are bringing pestilence among them. The flies die immediately after the propitiary sacrifice has been made to this god. Rhodes possesses no eagles. In Italy, beyond the Padus, there is, near the Alps, a lake known by the name of Larius beautifully situated amid a country covered with shrubs. And yet this lake is never visited by storks, nor are they ever known to come within eight miles of it. While in the neighboring territory of the Insubris there are immense flocks of magpies and jackdaws, the only bird that is guilty of stealing gold and silver, a very singular propensity. It is said that in the territory of Tarentum, the woodpecker of Mars is never found. It is only lately, and that very rarely, that various kinds of pies have begun to be seen in the districts that lie between the Apennines and the city. These birds are remarkable for the length of the tail, and for the peculiarity of becoming bald every year at the time of sowing grapes. The partridge does not fly beyond the frontiers of Boeotia into Attica, nor does any bird in the island in the Black Sea in which Achilles was buried enter the temple there consecrated to him. In the territory of Videne, in the vicinity of the city, the storks have no young, nor do they build nests. But vast numbers of ring-doves arrive from beyond sea every year in the district of Volatere. At Rome neither hives nor dogs ever enter the temple of Hercules in the cattle market. There are numerous other instances of a similar nature in reference to all kinds of animals, which from time to time I feel myself prompted by prudent considerations to omit lest I should only weary the reader. There is another remarkable fact, too, relative to the birds which give omens by their note. They generally change their color and voice at a certain season of the year, and suddenly become quite altered in appearance, a thing that among the larger birds happens with the crane only, which grows black in its old age. From black, the blackbird changes to a reddish color, sings in summer, chatters in winter, and about the summer solstice loses its voice. When a year old, the beak also assumes the appearance of ivory, but only in the case of the male. In summer, the thrush is mottled about the neck, but in winter it becomes one uniform color all over. End of Book 7, Chapter 13